0: I know. All right, uh, it's Andrew. Grant And and Eric Leonard here with a part. It's three, I guess, of loggers with Lenny. I'm liking uh, the name. I'm digging yeah, that name. yeah. People seem to like it. Um, we are called out as not bad on Twitter, so that's good. That's, that's an improvement. Yeah, it, four hours
1: of
2: quality content. according yeah. To our friend Dave. Yeah, listenable was another word that I heard. very listenable.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we're here. Eric is uh, on a lemonade-only diet tonight, at least until his DD shows up. Uh, But he's playing tomorrow against Puma's Tabasco, at least a little bit. Um, So he's probably saving his his beers for after that game. Um, Anyway, we're here outside... At the illustrious Midtown Pub in Middleton, Wisconsin, uh, Grant and I are drinking our usual uh, hams from the tap. Uh, they they don't from the land of sky blue waters. Yeah, which is Minnesota. Apparently. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not a bad place. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, anyway, we, we were just chatting about uh, about our new goalkeeper. Just came here on loan. Uh, Eric has called him out as the best goalkeeper in the league lofty lofty words for your brand new teammate.
1: Yeah man I, I I don't know just something his coming from a USL championship side he's got talent obviously um, but when you're a backup goalie it's tough so yeah. you never really know until you get to see him play and I just I think I can speak for the team as a whole. We have just been thoroughly impressed with his feet his shot stopping abilities his speed to get up he's just He's an animal. Now we just got to work on his English a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because
2: we were wanting to get an interview with him, obviously, on Saturday. Uh, but Keith looked at me. He's like, how's your Spanish? And I'm <laughs> like, the oh,
1: Quito.
0: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> yeah. But uh,
0: so Dan- Danny Gutierrez actually asked me. I got my head cut by him on Saturday. He was like, do you speak Spanish at all? Because he's playing you know, music spanish lyrics and i was like not like a little very very little and he's just like yeah i was like i'm like your typical american who speaks one language and like poorly Uh, (laughs) i
1: (laughs) I speak my one language poorly no listen when i when i'm talking with Raiko, I, i made him a deal i think he understands but i'm speaking in spanish to him and he's speaking in English, English to me. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to switch it up a little bit.
0: Nice, yeah. It's better than Duolingo. Yeah. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Bad, listening to Bad Bunny does not count as knowing Spanish. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, I found out, uh, well, I, I've been on the hunt for a new barber for a long time and found Danny, and he, he got me in at 6.15 a.m.
1: He's that's a funny. legend.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. a legend. He's only been cutting hair at that spot for like a little over what do you say, like a year and a half. A year so and like a half.
1: That. That's how long I've been with him.
0: Yeah. But yeah, great man. guy. It's maybe two miles down uh, away from the capital on East Wash. Yeah. Um, the Avenue Salons. If, if you're looking for a new barber like I was, uh, check out Danny Danny Guti on Instagram. Uh, great barber. He, you know, if you keep early hours, you can fit you in at, like, 6 a.m. on a Saturday, which is crazy to me. Yeah. He said he's done a haircut there before at 5.45 in the morning on a Saturday. Hey, you gotta be fresh. Yeah. You gotta be fresh. You gotta be fresh, to you, you know? I guess when you're looking, you know...
2: I mean, it's good
0: cut? Yeah, he did a good I like
2: job. your cut, G. Hey,
0: tell me like my cut. <laughs> uh, which, speaking of... Yeah, I need to re-watch... Uh, Laser Wolf, hundred percent. I mean, I've seen that show already because they only made one season of it, and the yeah. episode's only like ten minutes. Have you
2: ever seen Laser Wolf? No. Okay. All you need to know about this show—it's an animated show with like animals and all kinds of shit. But all you need to know is like Vince Staples mm-hmm. is the voice of Laser Wolf, the main, main character. The main character. Okay. Carl Winslow from Family yeah, Matters. Uh, original yeah. Val Johnson yeah, is the voice of God. And when people get crossed over playing basketball, they get sent to Milwaukee. They die. They die and get sent to Milwaukee.
0: And go to Milwaukee. I
1: got to yeah. check this out. Yeah. And, yeah. And like, big, and it, big, big, with, big with like this a big, a huge screen wrestler,
2: yeah. with, with Reginald Bell Johnson says, it says, welcome to Milwaukee. You fucking
1: live here
0: now. <laughs> like, I, love yeah. I love that.
1: I love that. I got to check that out, man. It's, yeah. on,
0: H- it's on HBO.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's um, right.
0: But yeah, it's only like ten minute episodes, kind of like Adventure Time. So you pick short.
1: it up wherever. Yeah. Just oh yeah. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah. It's
0: only like eight
2: episodes. I think it's too, eight so episodes. So it's it's only like about. A, it's like it's little over like an hour and a half of content for the entire series. Yeah, but it's really good. It's
0: super yeah. funny.
2: Yeah. We were like quoting that for about two months straight. Yeah. When it first came out.
0: Okay. It's so. On my to do list. Yeah, it's good. Um. I'll I'll send you a link. But yeah. Um. Raikou looked great. Uh, the fans got behind him like immediately. Sure. Um, and I think, you know, seeing the saves that he pulled off in the first half alone,
2: I think was great. Um, Especially the first one. I,
0: yeah. think, I, I mean, I think...
2: That was a bailout goal. I mean, seriously. Like, he... You could tell, like, at that point, it was... I'm making a decision here. I'm either going to get the save or I'm going to get, I'm going to get carded. I mean, and we're going, to, we're going to get scored on. But he was
1: confident about making that
2: decision. He, made the save, he was yeah. ready to go. And he made I, the save. I think
1: you guys could tell, too, like as a team, we we came out a little flat that first half. Absolutely. And Absolutely. when the hat, when you have someone behind you who can bail you out and stuff like that, that yep. is the night and day between winning and losing a game.
2: Yep. So you were flat in the first half. You came on the second half. You guys looked better. But really – things didn't turn until they made the subs and the subs came in. I think it was when drew and Roger came in probably like the 65th minute. Sure. Um, Roger's really turned it on. He has just turned it on. It
0: seems like he offers something a little different. He's too. become almost like that super
2: sub role where it's like, if he's coming into the game, it's instant energy that's coming in. And right. It's almost like as soon as he comes in, it's five, 10 minutes afterwards we get an opportunity is what have you been seeing with Roger and how has that development kind of changed from like where he was and where he was next?
1: I think there's those players that just come in out of nowhere and they perform well. Um, but I don't think he's just that. I'll be honest. I noticed it probably two weeks ago at practice. He's one of the better practice players every time. And I'm talking about the whole 25 man roster. Like you're seeing him on fire in practice at, Kind of, it's like a no brainer that he's going to be on, on fire in the game. Yeah. When he's subbed on, it's not a uh it's not like a hey uh, like I'm a sub it's. He's like excited to be on the field. And I think yeah. that is another difference that we're seeing this year with subs is that when they come on, they have an immediate impact for the good or for the better. Yeah, absolutely. And this year I think our subs have been a positive impact for sure. Yeah, I would agree. He's making a, an argument for himself, you know, which yeah. is what you want.
2: Well, it, it, <laughs> I think that speaks into the cohesiveness of the unit, right? I mean, because it's like you're not having guys where it's like the locker room is divided between different sides, and when, like, guys are coming in, it's like, okay, I'm coming in to perform right? so that I can... Yeah,
0: you don't have this, like, you know, jaded B team that doesn't give a shit, that just wants to get minutes or whatever. Right. It's like... Everybody's contributing.
2: It's like, it seems like everybody's in and rallying around the common goal.
1: Yeah, it's more like they trust whatever coach decides to put for the first 11. Like, all right, I'm not in it today. When I get my chance, I'm going to take my opportunity.
2: Yeah. Speaking of coach, um, you had the first game
0: you guys
2: doing okay? where um, Matt Glazer was not there. Neil Clavati.
0: Yeah. Or Clavati
2: is how he actually... How you
0: know that Clavati... It's actually two words. Halavity, in, in Czech, right? Yeah. And it means big head.
2: Yeah. That's what his name means, big head. Stop yeah. So
0: Literally, look it
1: up. I'm going to have to. Oh, my God.
2: So, but <laughs> well, with having Neil there, Group. first game, running the show, what was that like? Having, having Neil run the show?
1: Are we talking about first Tormenta or second Tormenta? The the first time when he – he actually was. This
0: was his first win, right?
1: This was yeah. his first. Oh my God! It was his first win. I didn't even realize that.
0: Yeah. He said that Kristen let him touch her butt after the game. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to be honest. When you when you think about as a first win for a head coach, that's got to be a monumental step in your career. I will say, we all were talking about after the game. He, he's very composed as head coach. As an assistant coach, he's not. You see the energy and the, like when a call goes bad, he's, I mean, he cares, right? Yeah. But when he's a head coach, he's able to channel it a little bit more, but he's more composed, which I thought was really interesting. I thought he did an excellent job. I thought so too. You know, I think Matt was very pleased with him.
0: He, you know, he, he always, he's got a really good sense of humor, but he just strikes me as somebody that like, when it comes to his business, he wants mm-hmm. to be taken. He's stairs. all
1: business. Yeah. And it's been perfection since the warm up. Yeah. if a cone is off by a centimeter it's for him he's yeah It needs to be perfect
0: and like he's totally good having a good time I think that's one of the reasons why he fits so well at this sure. club and in this town is like the people in Madison are very serious about whatever it is that they're about sure even if that means having a good time and having right. fun but I like you know when it's time to get shit done they're all about it it's all it. business yeah and I think I think Neil definitely fits in
2: that mold, for sure. Well, and we experienced
0: that last year.
2: Because remember, Connor asked... Uh, Connor Tobin asked you one time if I was okay... Yeah. ...before a game. And you were like, yeah. He's just... You've got to get shit done. He's in... He's, in, he's, dial- gr- like, dial- he's dialed in. He's, got, he's he's in grind mode right yeah. now. Like, he'll be fine as soon as we're... You know, at the, at the pregame. But right now, he's got to get some stuff done. So,
0: yeah. Whereas, you know... Turn that around, and he's giving me shit about... Mr. Happy, yeah,
2: Senor F- Presidente Feliz. <laughs> <Presidente Felice. laughs>
0: things are things are better now. I'm in a generally more happy mood. I would say so.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think that speaks volumes, though, in terms of
2: how much work goes into that job. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, man. And but like what you what you created in that yeah. in that job, like this what we have now is not where it is without the uh, the work the dirty work man
0: yeah i mean i think that's that 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 applies to everything around this club anything around anything that matters really takes a lot of hard work to build something cool sure yeah and um, i think it even takes more to maintain it yeah with, because i think it's, like because it's when you're doing hard things. to maintain something cool or something that's meaningful and not come across like an asshole.
2: Right. Because I think like... Or a massive ego. Keeper, you know? Like, because uh, I think what happens is that, you know, when you when you touch into that, the first the first season, it is kind of new and fresh. And yeah. Everyone wants to be a part of it, but it's like, what happens in the years after that? Yeah. Because something new and fresh is going to come along. Sure. The novelty then, wears off. Exactly. Exactly. And you have to just continue to keep finding ways to keep things new and fresh and exciting.
1: And, it's and, like
0: a relationship. Yeah.
1: Honestly, and those second and third and fourth years are harder than...
2: Well, than and it's like, things. and then you look at, like, our second year, right? Which, you know, the second year was, you know, our COVID, COVID year. year. It's, a, it's a terribly difficult year to have. Right. When you have all the momentum that we had in 2019, and then you have it just all of a sudden just Dude,
0: the The attendance the trackers... Yeah. For a USL, have on them a comparison between now, last year, and twenty nineteen. Okay. Because they're tracking like how clubs' attendance fell off since the pandemic started. Yeah, that's interesting. And like for us, like we're inching back closer, but we're we're down about two hundred to two hundred fifty. Seats or tickets in the supporter section every game compared to 2019. Okay, interesting.
1: I like, I wonder if you know, you know the continued success of a team yep. impacts okay. that.
0: That's always the question. part of it too. Is the novelty wears off? Yeah. Right? Who's 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 sticking around because they they really like this thing? And you know, it's interesting hearing Mitch talk about talk with you on. Saturday night about like what energizes the players the most is like the crowds like soccer IQ, like getting not just the supporter section being noisy and loud again because that's a given, right? right? But it's the rest of the stadium getting into things when you know something cool something good happens on the pitch or when something momentous happens or like when a chance happens and all of a sudden people start getting out of their seat and the noise gets louder, like it it's not just one section or one group of people It's doing something and that to me is positive that like, there is culture growing here I was
2: gonna say that we're starting to become a soccer town yeah, yeah it, because we people were when,
0: when, in 2019 no
2: right because like now it's like like you said people know like when something like, a, an attack is happening
0: yeah when a good save happens yeah like
2: they they know and, yeah. it, and they understand like what that can do. For a club, or or when a,
0: the ref messes up a, a call, which happens frequently. Sure.
2: <laughs> even, it's even.
0: I still laugh that like
2: Sir is still yelled. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not even by. Sir. It's not even by Zach and I anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's just yeah. people, just random people in the crowd now, just yelling it out. Yeah. Which is great, you know, and that was something that started in 2020.
1: In, at Hard Park. At Hard Park. Because really?
2: remember, there were no fans there. Yep. And, like, the first time we did it, I think, was the first game against, who did we play the first game? Uh, uh, Greenville. We played Greenville, the first game. Okay. at Zero-zero zero time, I remember that. And year. there was a penalty that should have been called in the box, and fi- and Chris Fox and I finally just went, sir! <laughs> and the guy in the lineup, like, turns around, like, <laughs> you know, like, he you know, like didn't expect it. And as soon as he turned around, we, of course, just, just started laughing. It stuck. And now, from then on, now, here we are. But,
0: you know we've been reminiscing a lot about the hard park season Grant just actually wrote a piece I just submitted our our print edition files to the printer let's go have a, a like I guess like a, a demo run of it hopefully back by the end of the week um for us to look over and, and see if we're good to go yeah. but he wrote a whole piece about the hard park season um has like four thousand words. Okay. It's long. Wow.
1: Um,
0: this. So our, our first print edition is going to be seventy six pages. Okay. Full color. Um, it's basically the size of a size of letter paper. Sure. Right, but folded in half. Sure. And saddle saddle stitched, what they call, but two staples in the binding. That's it. But yeah, it's photos, stories, are all sorts of cool stuff. The real deal. Yeah, I mean, It's
1: coming. Hard hard print, man. That's right. awesome.
0: We're, gonna get, we're trying to get a... We're, we're working on getting a, a release event planned. We're going to have people playing music. Uh, art, like an art and photo gallery up there. Sure. We'll probably be at Rabinia before one of the games. Cool. Um, but yeah. So he wrote a really good piece about it. But one of the things that he kind of talked about in there was like... And it's what I felt like was needed... I mean, and even to a certain degree right now, like, people carrying this torch, yep. right, of like, the novelty's worn off, the last two years, like, I mean, 2020 was hard, yep. like, it was a hard year, I mean, you guys were driving up to the Dells every day for training,
1: and our game field was an hour and a half up at, you know, it's, yeah, yeah.
2: three hour, three hour round trip, it's which is not ideal, home game.
1: And you're you're mentally. And
2: you're the only, and you were one of two teams in the country that had this situation,
1: and that made it even. I
0: mean, it was us New Mexico United. They are the yeah. only. Oh, or
1: New Mexico, the other team. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you're you're exhausted before the game even starts. Right. Yeah. And then after, you have to drive home.
0: Come on. What about that that game with the two-hour-long range?
1: Oh like... my God. Well, we were playing uh, Uno in the locker room. To... I talk a lot about that. Yeah, we um, were playing Uno. That
2: was actually, I, I talk in the article, and I don't want to give it too much weight. Sure. But um, I actually felt that was like a turning point in the season for both the fans and the club. Because that was like, we had two hours to just like sit around just goof around with each other.
0: Sure. We were standing over by. We area. were standing, remember? We were
2: standing yeah, over by. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: the, where the rain was pouring, the yeah. thunder. Yeah, I remember yeah. it all, and man. We
2: were like talking to you guys, and you guys came out. And it's like, because, and that just is what I, you know, that's the beauty of third division soccer, right?
1: right. It's more personal it's between them.
0: We have the, you know, at MLS, like, we have the, if you wanted to do a high five after the game, you better have your $1,000 field pass, you know? Yeah. like
1: Exactly. Are you persuading the security guard to let you go down by the first right, row? Right. Right. This was like,
2: you guys were bored, we were bored. It's like, hey. Hey, what's up? What's going on? It's like, you know. Yeah. that's great. great. Hey, Lockerbie, let me, let me see that eye. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Jeez, man.
1: What a time.
0: But, yeah, like, it solidified a lot of stuff, but it also, like, the, the tailgates. We can't tailgate at Breeze. So, like, we actually had, like, legit tailgates in the parking lot at Hard Park. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: and, I, and I missed that. I do too. Like, I wish we could tailgate it, Breeze.
0: Like, we had people bringing stuff to throw on there. I mean, there were people that showed up to those things. Like, because there weren't a lot of people there either. There was a really small crew of people. So we all got to know each other really well. Um, and, like, people got to try and eat food that they never would have been exposed to outside of that. You know, like, it's just the, the, the kind of stuff that you have when when it's actually community based and I think it was super cool. And and to be honest, like I told a lot of people last year, you know, maybe this year we should like not do organized, you know, pre parties, just let people develop their, their own traditions, you know, figure it out. Like it can be a lot less of the like hand-holding and trying to teach people what the culture is around this thing. and, And a lot more of like, just, commit, just, just figure let it, them out. Find it out. On their figure
2: own. it out. You know, and which, yeah, which is there is. I just wrote another piece about that, about how there's there's you know that's one of the things up that that Revantulet up in
0: the supporters group around the group the,
2: Aurora. Aurora. Okay, that's kind of the model that they're taking. Is they're taking this hands model, off, like hands a off, little
0: bit of organization, a little
2: bit of organization, a right? little bit of people that the, people know who to talk to, but they want to get to. But really, it's a it's a setup of like if you want to get something done, or if you see something that needs to get done, run with it.
0: In the fan base, yeah,
2: like just run with it. Yeah, that's. I mean, and that's like to like somebody for like guys like us that like structure and stuff like this. We're like, wow, that seems crazy, but it's working. Like and it, it works. Don't have. But I think it's because they're figuring it out the first yeah. year. Right. the novelty is new. Everyone's right. excited. Right. But you know, like as this goes on, there's gonna have to be some sort of structure. Which is sure. fine. Which is fine.
0: Let the form follow the light. Right. right? Exactly. It has to be. Don't light
1: don't here. don't create the structure before the. You know. Maybe that's the next, segue into yeah. Ford Mansion in the end of, in the future years. Maybe. Wouldn't it be nice to, uh, you know, find a parking lot where, like, hey, gonna be here throwing some hot dogs on the grill. Yeah. If you guys want to come by? Not so, no worries.
2: So I mean, so you know, that park that's like across the street know
1: exactly which one you're talking okay. about.
2: Yeah. Um, they have essentially like they banned
0: us from using it. Okay. <laughs> so okay, so here's the interesting thing about Reynolds Park. That's, <laughs> that's 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 the name of that park. So you can drink over there. You technically can grill over there if you bring your own grill and you carry everything in and out. But look look up Reynolds Park Reynolds Park and look up their their dates where they've not allowed alcohol or grilling over there. They're Saturday. all for Madison match days. No way. So they, they've done this on purpose. Sure. So it's like we can't use that space. <clears throat> we we'd almost like need need to have like and even we we did stuff over at McPike. Yep. We can't you can't put even one of those like freestanding like shelter things up there. Yep. You can't put anything up even to block the shade.
2: Or to block the sun out. Because that was that was the hardest part. Okay, so you just we, bake in the sun. And because we were just sun. baking it because, like Zach and I would do, the, Mediter- the Mediterranean Marauders. We put on something where I'd make falafel and Zach would bring pita sure, and like sure, you know yeah. kebabs and everything. We would put everything on the grill. We'd bring sausages. We'd bring like, sausages. It whatever people wanted. Right. The problem was is was that it was, we would just we couldn't have any we're cover, top. so we're just baking in the sun before these games and
1: then it's like
0: we had people get heat stroke.
1: Yeah. Last yeah, year. That's. That's tough. I see. Then is there a way to find like a, a little space? So the the space that comes to my mind is the actually where we do our our team parking. That's cool mm. with the parking lot.
0: Now can't bro. drink on school grounds. Well, I mean, so then cross that off.
1: If it was a Catholic school, legally, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, man. If you could just find I mean, no, somewhere, I mean, you know.
0: I mean, that's that's kind of the hard part about it because like, we get that too when we have people come in from out of town. And are you guys tailgating? Uh We don't go to, we don't tailgate. We go to yeah, bars. Really organized. Yeah, but like, we love going to Rabinia just because like, we love John and the folks that own that place are all local. Sure. It's not a chain and they've got food and drink for everyone. It's handicap accessible. Like,
2: that's a huge thing, especially in our group.
0: And we got, they have a whole courtyard there that people can hang out outside, right. especially during the pandemic. You know, right. people don't, that
2: was big. Sure. All the time. That was sure. big.
0: But, yeah, I mean, that's probably where we'll do the, the release event for the, the first print edition, is over there. Part of it, too, is that, you know, John and Armando, the guys that own that place, they've made it so that if you're wearing forward Madison colors, you don't play cover. If they have music after the matches. Right.
2: That's but pretty cool. John has done this before. Like, we have literally have seen this. The Bucks were playing their uh, playoff game this year. This year, playing their playoff game this year was their closeout game. Had must-win game. Had to win it. We had a game. You guys were playing an away game. You guys were okay. playing an away game. Sure. And, we, and we came in. We called John. We're like, hey, we want to come in and watch the game.
0: We're on Madison Tap on the TV. Yeah, we're
2: on Madison Tap. Can you do this for us? He's like, yeah, absolutely. And so we're sitting down. As there we're only sitting, like five of
0: us there. You know, right? It's like
2: you gosh. know, it's like me, us to Chris, Chris. Yeah. yeah this is know, not you know, the Steve. official watch party. Right. So. A phone call comes in, and John answers the phone. He goes, "Bucks game? Yeah, yeah no, we're not putting that on tonight. We have got the Ford Madison game on." And hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a power move right there. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool, <laughs> though. You, you know, know,
2: but to like to know that like you've got a guy who's like that owns a place that we love to go, who just is like rallying behind what we're about what we're doing so much. Of course, we're gonna want to take all of our business there.
1: Sure it's like uh, everything works together you yeah know?
2: like absolutely. someone helps you you help when them. we did the stuff with Paderborn where'd we go
1: oh yeah there we go well, I didn't realize that for.
2: And,
0: and, yeah I mean we, we didn't really get to use any of that stuff just because the game was rescheduled and Jake had to go home but right. it was a bit of a bummer but it was a good dry run for us for doing other stuff absolutely and I think we'll have another German club probably come back next year so we'll just do it again oh, always yeah. Um, but you know, the interesting thing too, about, about that, that spot and that space is like, Rabinia sponsored the Flux drums last year. So we still actually have like a drum head on one of the drums in the drum section that has their logo on it. Um, they actually helped us pay for stuff in the section. Yeah. We, it's incredible. I mean, he sponsored a group of theirs, their employees to come out on the service industry day that we had the first game last season.
2: Sure.
0: Um, yeah, they're, they're right there by the stadium, right. too. So it's like... It works out well. Right, exactly. But yeah, they're just they're good people. John actually lives in the Lyric, the building right next to Breeze. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he still does anyway. It's, yeah. Him and, his, him and his lady. Yeah. Um, but yeah. His new his new bride? Yeah, yeah. Finally made an honest man out of him, she yeah. did. Uh, we like to hear. Yeah, that's right. Um speaking of which, you know, we should get back to at some point talking about the soccer stuff and talking about Rico, but when is when is the, the big the big day for you and Carla?
1: Oh gosh. Uh January seventh, twenty twenty three. Okay. And the last coming up. Coming up. The last two and a half weeks have been all just Non stop little planning stuff. You strike
0: yeah. me as somebody that's very into the details of that though.
1: Yeah, what's crazy is I thought I was gonna be that way too. Yeah. And then I spent about a week helping out and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this. This is this is you. This yeah. is I'm done So I this. let her take the lead on everything until so are there
0: certain things though that you care about.
1: Um yeah. Are you, are like, you
0: picking out suits?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Like it's all you. I want uh, the colors for my suit, like Good. the style Good. of the suit. Good. whether it's a bow tie or a tie, like, like I'm picking this. all that what stuff up. Of,
0: what kind of juicy details can you give us on, on those things?
1: So we're thinking about, um, since it's in Florida, we're thinking, um, Navy blue would be the primary color for my suit just because I don't want to walk out with a gray suit and be, be dying in it. No. Correct. Um, that sounds like a terrible idea. Um, I'm also in charge of like the DJ and stuff like that. I said she didn't even have a choice with that, which is fine. Um, I spoke with a couple of the vendors, um, but other than that, she's done. She's done everything, yeah. absolutely everything. The problem that we're having now is calling and, hey, the room blocks closed, or it's not. They haven't even sent out the wedding invites yet. Right. How can it be closed? So just little stuff, but we're getting excited.
0: So yeah. why why Florida? Your family has like a, like sort of regular vacations in Florida, right?
1: So my parents have a place down in Florida. Okay. Her dad, her uh, her dad lives down in Florida. Um, her Grandparents live down in Florida. So
0: it's not just like a destination wedding. until It's no. like you've got family down So
1: it's off-season. My friends um, who are in the wedding, uh, that's it works out for them, too. So sure. you guys might recognize a few names. Ryan Coulter, he's in my wedding. Who's that? Um, <laughs> Noah, Noah, Noah Fuson. No.
0: Oh, Fuson. So, Fusson. As the French say.
2: The two, yeah. two very, very homely individuals. Yeah. On, on yeah. Board.
0: Yeah, they're definitely not going to be hitting on any of the bridesmaids. No, anymore. which is. Well, Ryan will be. I've
1: got. Well, I mean, no, no, will know, they'll all be hitting know. on. They'll all be hitting on him. That, that's true. Correct. I mean, that is true. Correct. Correct. Um, and then I've got my couple of high school friends, but yeah, those were the, the bridesmaids will be in trouble. I and mean, that's coming up shortly.
0: Sounds
1: like a blast. It's, it's going to be a good time. We're, we're trying to keep it. Small because I mean, destination weddings are, where, where, are tough. Like what?
0: What city is this? Fort Myers. What's the address?
1: Listen, yeah. I will give you two <laughs> yeah. the address. We're just like off the off, off the, the record. The, I, mean, I will reserve two seats for you two. There there that is.
0: That's what we're
1: saying. That is without a doubt. I won't give the address mean, on this though. So
0: John, when so John when, when John got married,
2: he said like he talked
0: to Jen. I think. Yeah. Said yeah. That, that maybe. You don't want to get that wrong. Was it Jen? No. I don't know. I think I need to actually meet but her for like, John but, never introduces but us. But John to his
2: said that friends. he said talked to his bride and, and said, "Hey, you know these guys might show up and blah 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 cuz they come after every game." And um, she was like, "Okay, that's fine, but they have to be in suits." Okay. Yeah, they uh, need to be uh, dressed they need to be dressed for, for, a... for the wedding. Like, like not, they can't not, be in garbage like which look which respect. which I respect and we were like, D- "Okay, fine. We'll call that bluff. We're going to the game in suits, I guess." Yeah. And so we did not go We did not go to we the, did game not we did the game. Not. Suits. We went in our normal attire. And we still like, no, got like I was wearing a plaid shirt. I look nice. Yeah. You know? And I so mean, we, you wore your finest t shirt. Wore my finest t shirt <laughs> that I got. You know? And so it's like, <laughs> we went in. And it's like, and sure enough, we had the, the moment where we're, we're standing there. Now, ha- having Nick Nice DJ also helped because Nick Nice and I are very, very good friends. Nick
0: Nice is also a big supporter uh, of Fort Madison.
2: Nick, I hope you're listening. Great guy, um, super great guy. But so when they came in, we had we're there getting a drink. We had two bridesmaids just accost us right away. Yeah, like, you, you did. Okay. Yeah. It's a, and they're like, "Who are you guys with?" And I'm like, "John."
0: Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm like, you know, oh, I'm you're just... talking about those bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. There were other bridesmaids that accosted you on the dance floor. Yeah, and because he's got moves. moves. He's got dance moves. He is everybody's sexy friend, okay, Eric? We've talked about this numerous times. So <clears throat> the first time I really got to experience this, he was over at my house. Um loves this story. You love this story. You love this story. No, because it's a hilarious it story. Is, it is pretty fun. We're outside at my place. I'm grilling. He's sitting off to the side, you know, like the back of like a some of the newer condo buildings it's like the front of them windows doors to you know walk out a sidewalk the back is all garages on the on the like sort of ground floor sure. and then there's a parking lot so we're behind my garage grilling burgers or something he's like sitting in between the garage doors like you know sitting on the ground Just chill. With, his, with his hands up on his knees And everybody that drives into the parking lot, they're all coming home from their work day, you know, it's like a weeknight. And they're all like waving at him and saying hello, like rolling down their window. Bet. And some of these people I lived near for years and (laughs) never never said hi to me. I'm like how mad was he (laughs) he doesn't even go here yeah I'm like like, the third (laughs) one that goes by I'm like he's gonna live here never
1: gonna see him again yeah never coming back
0: and the whole time like he's like hey how you
1: doing I'm like how you all doing Joey how you doing how you doing exactly
0: he is he is literally the cousin the cousin Joey I love that but yeah you'll experience this if you ever hang out with him in mixed company he's he's everybody's sexy friend hey that's
2: a good title to have man it's not a bad one. Not a bad it's one. It's not a bad one. I don't complain
0: about it. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> and a curse. And a curse.
2: And a curse. But
0: let's get back to the game. So, Ryko, hell of a game. It seemed like he was kind of feeding off the fans, too, because, like, you know. He got better as the game went on. Yeah, and, and yeah. he was just solid. He was just solid. And I hope he is. I, I hope he, I mean, I. His par- Parker's probably going to play tomorrow, I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, this game next Tuesday is huge. Every game means a whole hell of a lot through the end of the season now for our playoffs chances. The,
1: the table is—you feel like so a
0: game, compact. You
1: win a game and you're like, "Wow, I'm breaking away!" And then a team that you didn't think was supposed to win wins. It's just stupid. This league is everyone beats each well, other, but
0: and it
2: seems like every year that we have that stretch where we get into that point in the table where we're really close, and then we have, like, a string of, like, home games coming up. Yep. And it's a really important stretch. Yep. We had it in 2020. We had it in 2021. Now we're having it now. I mean, it's, like, this stretch. It's, like, and in in 2020, that was the stretch where we had, like, six home games in a row, and I think we tied, like, that's when we tied, like, like four in a row. Like, and it's, like, and at the end of that, it's, like, the playoff chances are gone. And so now this is something where it's like, we started this and you start with a win. Right. You know, is is it a different feeling like you're, you're, you've been around for, for every season now. Is it a different feeling now with this club as opposed to different other clubs?
1: I think just with uh, the consistency we're starting to have with a, a set lineup with the addition of a, veteran-minded goalkeeper and I just think that the clean sheet it's just more confidence to everybody I, yeah. I think that was massive for us especially as a back line let me tell you Cleveland
2: Cleveland holy was shit
1: Cleveland. are you fucking serious I was that I looked up Cleveland so when you wow. as a back wow. line wow, 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 wow. as a back line like that. we don't give up many chances but the chances we give up we we've been letting in easy goals so that it's it's nice to have that feeling like we're getting away from from that so
0: do you, so, so question i guess like do you feel like the the guys especially the back line worked a little harder this last game because you're you're kind of still getting used to a new goalkeeper
1: <sighs> yeah i think one of the biggest things was
0: how many days of practice or training did you have with Ryko yeah
1: yeah no, three? More, no more than no three? more than 3
2: yeah, because Monday was the deal, so he yep. came in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So then, did you guys? Have, did you guys practice? Keith, Thursday? Yeah, we did. So, so then you had Friday. Sure. Off, you know,
1: you have Friday off? Did you practice
0: Friday too? I wasn't sure if he'd even play because right. of visa stuff.
1: Somebody worked on no Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday. No, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so three, days. But I think the the focus was we knew he was coming in, yeah. and that 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 the practices were all you know focused on shape movement with the ball as back on getting consistency. Like Matt wanted to make sure, and the coaches make sure Ryko understood that we want to play. We don't want to be, we don't want to get sucked into this USL league one of just running back and forth. Now we're going to need to run, but like we want to play soccer, you know, and that's, that's why I think Ryko is such a great aspect for us because his, his feet, He can ping a ball out to Mikey Maldonado, and he's already turned facing facing the other goal. That
2: was some of the things I noticed right away. Yeah,
1: like the deliveries that he was sending out under pressure too. Seriously, under pressure, he's really ah, he's composed. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think says something about just experience. Um, I guess one of the questions I had too, though, was like, and you know. Rico has been great. We get right? a, we get another yeah. picture of him. please and some popcorn. You might have a, water net, a
1: water for her when she comes.
0: Yeah, um it seems like other guys are majorly coming coming into form too. I mean, or continuing form. We talked about Rojay. Cassini is still just like just destroying the guy,
2: the guy. I mean, if you're not if you're not saying that Cassini is not one of the top three players in the league right now. I don't know what you're smoking,
1: but I yeah. want some of it. I'm just saying he's he's in form, man, and he's he's you know he's going upwards.
0: He said he said to me after the game that this is the first time he's been enjoying his football in like two or three years.
1: You guys know you guys know football though. Like, yeah. don't play well if you don't enjoy the game,
2: right? And and, and it's so much. That goes into that too, right? Like, I mean, it's I'm not just winning games. Like I'm that's just it. Yeah. Like everyone thinks, like, oh, if you win games, you're gonna enjoy your football. That's you can be on a winning team, and still have a terrible fucking time. Of course. I mean, and you of can course. be on a
0: losing team, and have a great time. Look at Nicholas and Nelka is like a great example. Absolutely. Of Every club he played <laughs> at He's winning shit. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, I guess I'll go to Spain. Well, I guess I'll go to Italy. I
2: guess I'll go to Turkey. Yeah, I don't
0: know. You know. I just won a trophy, but I'm not happy.
2: Yeah. It's like the guy was never happy. Like, you know, he was winning. Sure. Yeah, but it's just you have to have everything around, you know, those other things that come into making everything a great season. And it just seems like you've got so many guys that seem to be turning that corner and, like, really turning things on now. Yeah. We know what
1: want as a team, the coaches yeah. have made it clear there's no questions, nobody has a is unsure when they go on the field, they know their job, and that plays a big part. And
0: is that different than previous years?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes people would come on and be a little bit of unsure of what they wanted to do, or what or what they were asked to do, so yeah. they just resorted to trying to stand out. But we have guys who are coming on, yeah. knowing exactly what they need to do. RoJ's job was to come on and make a difference to help us win the game. Yeah. That's exactly Bingo. what. Bingo. Well,
0: okay, so questions. Amazing ball by Cassini too. Anyway, what? yeah. what's what's the directive when those guys come on? Is there like in the moment coaching, or is it like do you guys know that ahead of the games? Is it like something that Matt or Neil, or is it just like if you come off the bench, this is what we need from you?
1: I think for guys like Roj, for guys like uh, mm-hmm. Yuri, um, Derek, yeah. right now, I think that um, it's this 60, 70th minute. The defenders are tired. Run at them. Run yeah. at them I was, fast. I was going
2: to say, Derek put in a good shift. Oh, man. Run at he them. Put and in, they he put in a great shift on Saturday they Night They can't stay with either of those yeah. two. And I that's, mean, those are the things like when you said, when you know the game, it's like Derek didn't have the ball a whole lot, but Derek's runs and just movement created a lot of space.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, so, and as an attacker, that's your, that's that's your, your job. job you know? That's your job. Not to 100%. turn and go backwards. It's okay. it's tied. You know, we, we need a goal. And for guys, you know, who've come out in the past um, – you know whether it's melee, Caesar, any any of the the center backs, uh, Dean Christian Dean, it's to help keep a clean sheet.
2: Yeah, and what I saw too was like the second goal, especially like that was like a grit goal. Yeah, like that started with like Yuri pretty much taking out Dengler and, and like you know in in the middle of the field, Drew risking like getting kicked in the head for a header, which it's, then went you know. It's everybody putting in. That's and that's that extra effort which makes it just that. I
0: sure. think we're, yeah. we're starting to see something different out
1: of Drew Connor as well. Yeah, he's he's a quality player when he's on the field. You know, he's he'll be con- he'll continue to, to to shine. I think.
2: Yeah, I mean, for our listening audience, our first basket of popcorn has just arrived. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, Drew. Drew this last game. I feel like. It was one of the, it, not the first game, but it was one. It was one of the first games where I really thought everything that he tried to do came off well. Yeah, yeah.
2: David Magnus talked about this after the game and gave him the, the nickname the Agent of Chaos. I love that, but like and I was like yeah, he is absolutely the Agent of Chaos. Like, he made some tackles
1: yeah. from his counter pressing. Yep. <laughs> Quality. Quality overall.
2: Yeah, he had one where both Keith and I were, on, were next to each other on the sideline being like, that's not a foul. That's not that. a foul. And they didn't call it. <laughs> they let it go. <laughs> it's like... I love that. What's it been like having Keith around? Organized. Yeah. It's like, what has Keith brought
1: um, to this year? Different from other years. <clears throat> I think he helps maintain the... Uh, I've been doing a lot of work with the community side of things, making sure players are are getting the stuff done in, in their appearances, fan engagement stuff like that. But Keith does an excellent job from the the kids' side of the clinics that we set up. Like, oh, yeah. right. it's a part of our it's a part of our job to you know at the lower division soccer to give back to the youth to, yeah. to show them you know what we're all about. And he's done an incredible job of you know getting all those things organized, making it fun for the kids and. I think you see that, and I think it's helping make the next generation excited about professional soccer in Madison, and rather than a kid... That also
0: you know? that they have something here. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's mm. the first time they've had an opportunity like that. Right. To
1: like, connect with like
0: full professionals.
1: Think in- about it. Before that, yeah. you know?
2: It's one of those things where it's like, I've seen it, like, even with, like, the students I work with. I'll tell them that, like, you know, that Ford Madison <laughs> professional team, and their eyes just go, Really? <coughs> like yeah. you know, I think they they're still like trying to figure it like these guys are pros, right. you know, and it's like this is something that you guys can aspire to as well. And so yeah. Which
0: by the way I know you know I know a Club doesn't do it for this, and I know you guys don't do it for this, but the the work with the Special Olympics. Oh, good stuff. Uh, I sent that around to people at work and I was just like how cool is this? Everybody was we We're like, this is amazing. My dad, doing it. I didn't, I didn't even know about this until after my dad passed. He donated to Special Olympics every year. It was like a thing that he did, something he believed in super deeply. He told, he, he talked with my mom about this, but he didn't really, he didn't really advertise it at all. But I think he would have loved that.
1: Man. like, to me, that stuff is so important. Yeah, just,
0: it's so important. so all right shift gears a little bit because carly's probably going to be here soon let's talk about fantasy camp so you're you're leading up fantasy camp this before, year. We, before
2: we start dude yeah.
0: your free kicks in, yo in that, in that video kind of oh. bang they
1: were kind of bangers
0: kinda why oh. don't
2: they give you
0: some opportunity.
1: that first one was straight up banger all i'm gonna say is in the game Check back to the 80th minute. I was at the top of the box. I wanted You're waiting oh, so badly.
2: I want to know where like that that sky blue like training top, when's that going to become available?
0: That, thing is, that thing is fire. Yeah,
1: that's nice too.
0: You know how he feels about sky blue shirts. Me?
1: Dude.
2: He's a city guy.
1: Dude. Oh.
2: I mean, I'm not a city guy. It's
1: the sky blue shirts. Hey, also, city compliments my eye color. Come on, man. Brings it out, you know?
0: It's true. It's my best
1: look, man. It's
0: true.
1: But, yeah, fantasy camp Sunday. Super excited because um, I'm going to be one of the main coaches again. Um, it's an obviously another great time to have fans and actually anyone who's interested in and has a passion for the game of soccer to come and play. You know, yeah. it's a full day of uh, training. You get to train with the coaches. They put you through a training session, mm-hmm. and then it's it's games, man. And we have four coaches. It's going to be it's going to be a good time.
0: What do you have in store? I mean, I don't want you to give it all. No, away. no, no. Don't, don't, don't give it all away. We've seen like, some of the
1: videos, the training videos that you know that we can expect. And I know you guys have probably heard of Pep Guardiola before, but I've uh, <clears throat> good old Pep.
2: Very good-looking man, I must say.
1: My, <laughs> I might need to shave my hair for for Sunday.
2: Hey, I'm a tail, I've been telling hey. you for two months. Oh my oh, god. No.
1: I uh, it's gonna be nothing short of of Pep Guardiola coaching from my end. It's. It's all professionalism, but fun at the same time. So, it's gonna be it's gonna be the real deal with my team. I'm going for back-to-back championships. Really? So we won in PKs last year. Mm-hmm. So looking to for the two Pete
0: Get it decisive this year though. Yeah. Chris you know, Fox joined your managerial staff last year. He
1: joined halfway through, and has the the best pickup ever. Yeah.
0: Does that does okay? So that's co- when he was joining smoking. joining part of the staff. Does that include uh, smoking cigs on the touchline?
1: If it's Chris Fox, absolutely. Listen, I can't comment on any of
0: my staff.
1: All I know is they brought the energy.
0: Probably was included in his rider, let's be honest. Yes. Uh, so do you have – so obviously you grew up playing soccer. Yep. Were, were there any sort of summer soccer camp traditions – that were celebrated by you, that you enjoyed a lot. When you go to these camps, because they always play, like, little mini games and things like that, Um, it was probably very different than my, you know, talented and gifted smart kids camp that my mom probably paid somebody lots and lots of money for me to get in, me and my brothers to get into. I don't know how the fuck she got us into the tag camps.
2: Maybe the fact that, like, all you're smart, (laughs) it's like... Where is that?
0: That or she probably like showed him a pair of pliers and was like, this has your name written all over and it. If you don't let my kids in. Yeah. I can see Sherry doing
1: that. Yeah. Oh, man. He's very
0: <laughs> persuasive. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: You know, the first one that comes to my mind is Sharks and Minnows. Okay. Sharks and Minnows. Dude, that was the game. That was the game. I mean, I that think it still game. is. Knockout. You no, go in the yeah. 18-yard box, right? Mm-hmm. Knockout. Okay. Um, and Please then. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. I've heard that too. And then the, the best one, obviously, leave it for last, World Cup. Oh, you're yeah. with your friends, you're screaming out your country as you score the goal. Yeah. Someone's watching to make sure you're screaming because if you're not, you're on them. Doesn't count.
2: Yeah.
0: So <clears throat> flip that around a little bit. I mean obviously did you ever go Grant, did you ever go to and Eric, maybe, you know, outside of soccer camps.
2: No. Did you ever
0: go to like summer camp? No. Like I was
2: like I went to th-
1: other sports camps.
2: That that's same here. Like I like I went to like an away. Like
1: basketball you didn't,
0: camp did like go Like where you slept In like bunk beds or. No I did
1: that But like it was Like a basketball camp Okay No I, I did that similar But that was for uh, Wrestling and baseball Yeah So I did
2: a basketball camp Where it was like that Where I, I slept in a dorm you Yeah know had a roommate All that stuff It wasn't just like A generic
0: summer camp that, No Like
2: And uh, then, like, then, then, um, then, then like During the w- Counselors with, like, like, like Monday yeah, through I, I, Yeah Sunday Yeah we like that. had like yeah. games And like all yeah. that Yeah yeah But it was just Basketball oriented yeah. Yeah. yeah So And then I had a soccer camp where yeah. that was similar mm-hmm. to that. Um, it was close play. I was in Dubuque. Okay. So
1: I didn't have to like.
0: You gotta explain some things. I right know, right? Yeah. I
1: mean, for you, <laughs> for me. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. At for all. me, that age, they barely had it, but for your guys' age, honestly, they, they barely had uh, Wait, like I'm Academy. Saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> for <laughs> our age. He's right. He no. There was no, there was no club like academy teams. There was no no, no, no. MLS next, no. let alone. Absolutely I didn't not. even have any of that. It's just, not. of course, we're doing summer, you know, summer stuff, and yeah. we're going to the pool with our friends every day. Now I don't think kids yeah. can do that as much.
0: You Guys, didn't you know at your sports camps didn't do things like journaling or a talent show?
1: <clears throat> I, I can't speak on my behalf, <laughs> but I'm sure Grant has. Uh,
2: Andrew, I think you already know about me and journaling. And that was probably something that was happening. So, yeah, I mean, you yeah. were definitely journaling. Yeah. 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 So I was definitely journaling my
0: experience. You had You had your, your Grateful Dead. Oh, yeah. Youth Large T-shirt on <laughs> at the age of 12 years old.
2: <laughs> already, like, expanding, you know, my consciousness of the yeah. universe. Yes. Yeah,
0: tie-dye,
2: everything, cargo shorts. Yeah. I think, uh, let's see, by the time I was 12, that's when Hammer was huge. So I think I probably had an MC Hammer shirt on. Yeah, but, like, cargo shorts, definitely. Cargo shorts didn't... All right, so cargo shorts didn't become popular, so I was probably...
0: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why do you think they call them cargo shorts? What are you hauling around? Like, that's the thing. You're supposed to
2: be hauling cargo. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be, like, you've got so many pockets that you could be hauling cargo.
1: I think it's, like, cargo in terms of, like, you have a lot of stuff you're holding.
2: Okay, so this is one of those things, like, I hate cargo shorts. I have always hated cargo shorts. I yeah. never I never had cargo shorts yeah. so, so like but like for guys like my our age, Like that was a big thing, like having yeah. cargo shorts. I still have friends and I clown because they still wear cargo shorts. Yeah. You're not part of that generation. Your generation is smart enough to know like these things fucking they suck. They made fun of us if we wore cargo shorts. Absolutely, you hated. should because they fucking suck. <laughs> and so now I got
0: kids wearing them.
2: I know, but now kids are wearing them again. I just saw a Robert Pattinson in GQ magazine. Wearing the most ridiculous pair of huge cargo shorts I've ever fucking seen. Robert Patterson. And I'm like, that son of a bitch. That good-looking son of a bitch is going to bring cargo shorts back.
0: Another God man. damn it. Just like that.
2: God, God damn it. His
0: face alone. And you know what?
2: He's a really good Batman, by the
0: way. Also, yeah, if you haven't seen the Batman...
1: Wildy. Watch that. Wow.
0: Colin Farrell. Holy oh. shit. I did not know... At first glance, if I wouldn't have known that he was the Penguin. You would not know who that is. I would not have known. No. Anyway, Carly's here, so we should wrap this up. Any final thoughts
1: for Tom? No, I'm, I'm excited for the uh, the Pumas game tomorrow. It's going to be a good test. Yeah. Um, some opportunity for some guys to get minutes on their legs. Um, and I think it's uh, we need to use it as uh, another training session going into our game against Omaha. Yeah, that game's gonna be massive, as you guys know. Yeah, you know, a couple home games here at the end. Gotta, gotta. Have you
0: points. seen Have you seen Omaha's uh, goal differential?
1: Oh, stop. It's
0: crazy small, actually. Oh, uh, they've only scored sixteen goals. They are second to last in the league right now. In and goals scored. Yeah, but to their credit, they are first in the league for goals conceded. They've only conceded twelve all season. I guess we'll just have to put up it's four. one.
1: We're going to have to, yeah. Uh, guess
0: what? We'll put up four. A clean sheet, please. Yeah. Well, hopefully with Leica going goal, we'll continue his form that he had against Tormenta. Hopefully you guys, the back line goes down there. And, um, I mean, no, we're playing. It's a home it's game. It's, it's a home game. It's here. Thank uh, On Tuesday night. I'm sure their fans are have been bitching for months now about playing here on a Tuesday night.
2: We should check sure. Zach and see what
0: Discord, can't give away that Zach's on their Discord, can we? That would ruin all of the fun of seeing their absolute fucking meltdowns every time (laughs) something even smaller.
1: Do you really think they're fucking listening to this?
0: No, not a chance. Oh, they
1: are. Hey, this is blowing out, man.
0: Actually, I do think they're listening to this. All right. It's the whole, it's part of the, you know. Whatever the cliche is, the, the apartment complex we're building in their heads. Oh, it's right now. we got to set up. Right now, we've got, like, the full,
2: like, like Zach said, we got, like, an olympic size swimming pool. We're working on, like, a couple like of grills. It's, like, the
0: second floor. At the oh, Olympics man.
2: Club. This thing, right, like right now, it's, like, <laughs> we just, like, set up, like, door service with Jeeves. So, he's moving from my apartment and
0: going there. Yeah, so. I love that. You know, and this is just a quick aside. If your name is Jeeves, there's like one job. Doorman. Waiting for you. Doorman. Like you're not like like that's like a pretty much like your doorman, doorman or butler, or butler,
2: butler or doorman.
0: Yeah, that's that's basically it. That's,
1: that's all you got.
0: You can't even drive a limo.
1: No. No,
0: you're not. You definitely. That's, that's for guys go. like named Terry. Can you okay. imagine showing up to a class in college, and your professor is named Jeeves? You'd be like, I want my money back. Yeah. What are we learning?
1: Or or this guy's going to be <laughs> what are we, a blast.
0: Or it's a class. On what are we learning? How to make an eggs
1: benedict? Is that what we're so,
0: learning? Eric, how many butlering classes did you take at, at Butler? Not a single one. Zero. I have to bring this up because the first Loggers with Lenny episode, I dropped in.
2: So many of a those, class, those jokes. A and
0: I, and super the- small joke about. Did it go right. over my head? Yeah. Oh, oh. right over. like Sailed so over. <laughs> sailed
1: over. I like, yeah, saw we were close enough when head. you call me out. That's listen, crazy.
0: Listen back to it because I was like, what made you uh, commit to a career in manservantry? Wow. And you're and you you're I, just I, like, you're like exactly went right over your head. And you zoom past it, yeah. right? I was like, I got my I, degree like, in like, math. Hey,
2: yeah. And at first I, like, I thought, I'm like, oh, well, he's just like, he's. I'm preparing something. I'm getting Are you guys ready. What, he, putting food? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, I was we'll like, okay. Well
0: minutes, he, like, he's
2: he's just you. like, he's playing this off. Like he heard that. He's just like not acknowledging it. And
0: I, had, uh, I had like two follow-ups.
2: And then like the two follow-ups afterward, I'm like, nope. He totally missed it.
0: <laughs> he totally honest, missed that's it.
1: poor on my part. Well, yeah. you know,
0: no. I assume that you just ignored me.
1: No. I, I did, <laughs> which was
2: also hilarious to me as well.
1: Either way, <laughs> honestly, yes. I'm laughing. I shouldn't have said that. It would have, it wouldn't have been as embarrassing. Cool. Either way,
2: I was laughing. So
0: that's a bes- behind the scenes look. Anyway, this has been Loggers with Lenny. Yeah, uh, version four, uh, three. This is three? three. 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 I can count. count. It's your golden episode.
2: We will. That's right. right. Will we'll, we have one next week, Wednesday?
1: Right. Well, yeah, maybe a different day because we have the game. Wednesday? Yeah, well, let's maybe see. Wednesday, yeah.
2: Maybe Wednesday we'll have a review of our win our against, against Omaha. With my. I like this. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. this has
0: been Loggers with Lenny.
2: Love you guys. See you guys. Be easy.